de de drunken philosophical de de drunken philosophical de de drunken philosophical de drunk philosophical all right and we're live we got the goat in the building connor's here what is up connor same old my friend happy to be back happy to be the goat hell yeah you are the goat for life all right i got a shot poured here you want to start off the podcast like a couple drunkens. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, fucking hell. Straight mood shy, no chase. Forty Creek, double barrel. Whatever that means. Actually, I think that I have water. I don't know if that counts as chase. It's just like, oh, it's water. It doesn't count as chase. It counts as chase, guy. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Well, it's good to have you back. Let's uh, let's dive into episode thirty-eight. Here we go. Right on. Today we're gonna be talking about war. So let's dive into it. Is war a permanent part of human nature? Um, hmm. I want to say like yes to a degree, but I feel like it's less war and more like violence. Like you know, like humans yeah. are like in yeah. Like I feel like we're intrinsically like. Like, I don't know, maybe not not intrinsic, but some people have a higher level of ambition and crave for, like, power. And I feel like, you know, that goes to a certain extent where it just sort of, like, maybe maybe the human, uh, like, maybe humans in general are just sort of geared towards war as almost like an inevitability. Like, the, at least through all of human history, there's never been a person or a society that's been able to, like, fully eliminate war as like you know as a concept or as a a probability so i feel like yeah like so far from what we see in human nature i feel like the human condition almost like creates war Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like there's a lot of industry and stuff like that that goes into like fueling like you know making money off war and like i'm sure there's lots of corrupt shit behind the scenes that goes to that so i feel like even if it's like not a part of human nature like to the way it's in our society, it's, like, so prevalent that I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's, there is so much money made when war is happening for so many different countries. It's crazy that, like, anyone is able to capitalize off war and make money from it. Yeah, did you ever see that movie War Dogs? No. That, like, is Jonah that the one Hill? with Jonah Hill? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, and I forget the other guy, but uh, he was he was really good in it too. Is it Miles Teller? Yes, Miles Teller. Great actor. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I've seen previews for it, but I, I that's the movie that Jonah Hill gets like really fucking fat, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, you're right. So <laughs> Take it back in certain scenes where scenes where he like pulls out guns and shit. Yeah, he's a pretty. Uh, Pretty hefty looking dude. He looks like he could play a mob boss in that Yeah. <laughs> Hair slicked back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah, they made shitloads of money off of that. What is, how does it describe it in the movie? Because like I've heard like on the Joe Rogan podcast they talk about like the military com- complex or something like that, where it's like America makes money off other countries being in war. I'm probably misexplaining this, but as far as I understand it's because they like produce all the weapons for them. Yeah, 
I think that makes sense. So even if like that's not hundred percent on point, I feel like that's a pretty logical conclusion, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what do they say like in the movie? Like uh, how do they fair, make money? Oh, I haven't seen it in such a long time. But long story short, they manage to get guns. I'm pretty sure they source guns from like Russia. So they buy guns and ammunition cheap from Russia at uh, like at the like by the maybe it's not Russia but somewhere out there by the millions or something like that and they buy tons of it and then they sell it to the U.S. or something along those lines um, when they're at war in Afghanistan I, I think it's Afghanistan again I'm totally butchering it but um, so like yeah more or less it's these two dudes who place a like a bid for being able to fulfill an arms request by the U.S. government. And they buy guns from Russia and then sell them to the U.S. while they're there, so that you know, so, uh, then they yeah they sell tons of give them millions of dollars worth of guns, and then uh, yeah made off with like millions of dollars, probably maybe more than that in in profits. And God. to be fair, that's all that's all that happens in the movie, but like and it's pretty extravagant, but like yeah, you gotta imagine like. Like the movie was pretty amateur in like its depiction. Like the by that I mean the guys themselves were not like you know giant business moguls. They were just two dudes. You got to imagine like what a giant company's like able yeah. to do. What a government can do. Or yeah, exactly. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, controlling arms like that, like damn. Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild that that's even allowed. But yeah, I mean. It's pretty wild that there's even war in the first place, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Do you think <laughs> there will ever be a world where conflicts are resolved through entirely peaceful means? Hmm. I think for that to happen, <coughs> we'd need like a like a unified like planet. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like to a certain extent, mm-hmm. like global conflicts, like won't be achieved like that unless we're all like we're unless we all like respond to the same authority if you know what i mean yeah like, yeah like if one country says nah like i'm not i'm not gonna listen to the rest of you i wish to stop them so like i feel like we kind of needed to be a unified planet or a unified front against that in order for that to be accomplished what do you uh-huh. think yeah i agree i think if that is ever gonna happen like if the world is ever going to get to a place where everything's resolved through entirely peaceful means it'll the most likely way that will happen in my opinion is through a global catastrophe such as like Mm, our humankind fighting like maybe we all have to come together and fight aliens or something who are trying to take our planet like maybe it's not as extreme as that maybe it's like we all have, we have World War Three, and we almost all kill each other, and then it's like a wake-up call, like, oh, wow, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. It only like, took killing half the population to figure that out, but, like, I, I think that's what it'll be, or, like, something where we have to band together, we have to put aside our differences as a as a globe, not just as as individuals, and not just as, like, the our countries alone. And we have to, like, fight it together. Whether it's even, could even be as, like, not simple, but as, like, uh, some, like, environmental catastrophe that wipes out, like, half the planet. And then we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, humanity is pretty fragile. We should probably work together to, like, have have that as our goal in mind. Like, our goal is to keep humanity alive rather than 
be the power of the globe. I getcha. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's like coming together in the face of like oblivion, more or less. It's yeah. like yeah. why why struggle with each other when there's powers out out in the galaxy or in the war universe or on our own planet that are so yeah. incredibly cataclysmic that they are our own squabbles don't matter sort of shit yeah because like the biggest problem we have right now is each other but if there was something that was bigger then it'd be like oh well i guess this isn't as big as we thought like yeah it doesn't matter if if i own this extra part of this land (laughs) yeah i just i feel like like there's always gonna be some dude who's gonna be like all right now that i survived i gotta I gotta pick up the most of what's left. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's always gonna be that one guy or two. Yeah, or girl. Ah, uh, you're right. <laughs> Officer, take me away. <laughs> Do you think killing civilians is justified if it means three times as many terrorists die in the process? Oh, wow, that's a controversial question. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say no, because we haven't confirmed, like, that there's no other alternative. I think, like, pondering the idea, unless, like, like, the situation to me would have to be, like, we need to kill these, uh, like, uh, how do I phrase this? We need the this group dead or, like, it's catastrophe. Like, the worst of worst situations. I'd be, like, the only way I could ever see it being, like, even remotely justifiable. And even then, it would still be, like, I can't believe that was, like, even considered. Um, yeah. But, like, other than that, like, I would like to entertain no. Like, almost never as a, as an option. But that's the privilege I have of living in a, you know... A first world country mm-hmm. and i've never seen war and shit like that so yeah i i'll, I'll stick with that privileged answer yeah uh, that is a tough answer um yeah i'm kind of with you it depends like what degree they're terrorists yeah and right it's like such a situational question like if there's like a group of terrorists Ah, it's way too situational. If there's, like, a group of terrorists who have, like, they have, like, some sort of threat that could blow up the world, and all we have to do is send in a drone strike and it'll kill them, which will eliminate the threat of dooming humanity out of existence forever. Yeah, right. But in the process, you kill... Yeah, in the process, you kill civilians. It's like, is that justified? Like, probably... I'd say yeah. probably, like that's and one then of the few it, examples I would say your end justifier <laughs> means in that regard because it's like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but like I don't know, maybe, maybe not. And I'm pretty sure I heard this on the Joe Rogan podcast that uh, that America sent like I might be fucking this up, but I'm pretty sure America's like a while ago sent like a drone strike at like a wedding when. I think when Trump was the president, and it, like, ended up killing civilians. Let me look that up. Let me look that up. Drone strike a wedding. Man, Trump's like, you didn't invite me? I got you. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Um. I I think, I think. 
I did a vague, super fast research. I think it happened. It's looking like uh, it happened in Yemen. Oh, in Yemen. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking America. Like, like America strikes. did yeah, it, like though, drones. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get you. I, I thought you meant, like, uh, Americans drone striked an American wedding. And I was like, what the, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Biden's wedding. Fuck Yo, you. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure... I'm not going to lie, I just read a few headlines and shit, so it could be wrong, but yeah, it's looking like it happened, but either way, like, yeah, like, it happens all the time, regardless of whether we think it's justified or not, like, people, like, so many civilians die in war, and, like, die in different attacks all the time, and then, the like, no one, like, no one's going to tell you about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's that's so sad, honestly. Yeah. Like, even, like, the war now is, like, it's impossible to find, like, numbers of, like, how many people die, like, how many are civilians, how many were fighting, like, with the war in Ukraine and now the war in, uh, with Palestine and, what's the, Israel, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. It's, like, Hamas. I I think that's... Hamas, yeah, yeah, the fucking fucking hamas but yeah i don't really know much about that shit but it's crazy yeah. that that war is crazy just to like touch on it a little bit from like an ignorant standpoint again don't know anything about it but just like the fact that like they want to kill them as far as i understand because they're jewish that's yeah. that's what i got out of it uh, like, not, i don't know anything i'm sure it's more complicated yeah. than that but like that's what i've been seeing like i've been seeing that everywhere it's like it's they're trying to, like, get rid of the Jews. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, they That's can't fuck. catch a break, those guys. I fuck. <laughs> For real. That's what they were saying that on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, the country of Israel. Uh, like, everyone around them. Like, every country surrounding them, like, wants to fucking attack them. And, like, they've had so many people try to attack them. And they just... They're just taking the heat all the time. Like, god damn. sucks. Like, what the fuck, though? I think it's because, like, again, I'm just repeating stuff I heard from the Joe Rogan podcast, but they, they were saying, like, Israel is, like, the founding place of, like, a lot of religions, so it's, like, uh, a way to, like, be disrespectful or, like, maybe, like, completely get rid of that religion as far as, I'm I'm just assuming that, but. I feel like Christianity and, like, a lot of those other, like, religions, like, uh, I, I'm not 100%, but don't they have, like, the roots in the same sort of, like like religion like i'm pretty sure they all like are related to like jesus christ and stuff like that and like to a certain extent except like i don't want to butcher this so i will try my best but i believe that like in the which i honestly can't think of what the religion's called at the moment but uh, they only they believe that muhammad is like the last prophet and so any others like don't aren't, aren't like they they can't be prophets like it's it's like not correct right so i uh, think if that makes it that was a little bit of a tangent but basically what i'm trying to make yeah. the point is israel like they all have their roots in israel you know what i mean so like it's yeah. probably important to all of them so they're like yo we want israel because of this reason and it's important to our religion so leave and then they're like uh no and then you know it's more to it than that like you were saying like they probably want to destroy the other aspect other the other culture's religion or so to speak 
but like yeah. I feel like it's it's so much like so much into it of like political and like religious history and shit. It's probably like so it's like a spider's web of just fucking years and years of political issues. Yeah, man, I I just looked it up. Um, I am using a AI academic search tool called Perplexity. Alleged, allegedly, it's supposed to gather information from at least more trusted sources than Google would. And according to this, uh, Israel is uh, started the like Israel is the birthplace of Christianity, Judaism. Druze people don't know what that means, and what? uh, and Muslims. Okay, yeah. So like that's like <laughs> so like yeah. three of the biggest religions in the world. Yeah, that's a uh, pretty telling there. Then yeah. Yeah, and like on that topic, my next question was: Does religion play a part in war? I would say absolutely. I think you could look back at the Crusades and make an easy an easy case for it to be like, yeah, absolutely. Granted, I don't know too, too much about the Crusades, but we all know it's something about religious guys going and attacking other religious guys for religious reasons. So, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think uh, for sure, that religion definitely plays a part in, role in, uh, in war. Um, like, religion itself is i think a point of contention between people because it all like it largely comes down to belief and when you get two people who believe in something very strongly and are not willing to like meet in any sort of middle you can def you we we know what can happen even on like a, a ma like a, um, a minor scale like in a mm -hmm. like in our personal relationships when you disagree with somebody and then it's like two powerful people with way too much power to go around go about disagreeing about something they think is insanely important oh yeah i can see that being a big problem yeah which is wild to me like i completely agree with everything you said it's like wild that it's like oh you don't believe in the same things that i believe which by the way we have no evidence to prove any of these theories but you don't believe in my theory i don't believe in your theory Let's kill each other. <laughs> like, yeah, what like, the what? fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I can prove it. It's like, how? Well, it's like, you're not supposed to ask me that. We're going to war. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, how happened? it all started. I can prove it. Uh, okay, prove it. Like, fuck, I can't prove it. Just, like, starts punching him in the face. Yeah, starts punching him. Yeah, how do you like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, God talks to me. Some guy just preaching something. No, I can prove that he doesn't. Kill him! <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though. Pretty much. He's taking away my power. Yeah, he's like, oh, that guy, He's a, that's a heretic right there. We need to get somebody on him now. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Man, I heard, to I... be fair, if a dude did come back from life after three days of being crucified, I might believe some pretty, you know, I might believe in it, too. I don't know. That's all yeah, I if never, I, I saw there, that, I never saw it. <laughs> I'm with you. If I saw that shit, I'd fucking believe it. If if like, it's just like stupid to like, I don't know, uh, to like blindly believe in something and like dedicate oh, yeah. your your life to it with like no evidence there, or anything, it. just from word of mouth is absolutely wild to me. Yeah. No, I get you. It's uh, I. 
like to focus more on religion, I suppose, than war. Um, I've always like liked the concept of like religion from like a um, like a personal like morality standpoint. Like I like the idea that somebody is watching me, as in keeping me on check. Like it's good to know that there's somebody like there's good to know there might be somebody out there to make me not do the wor- be the worst version of myself. You know what I mean? It yeah. strives for me to be better. At the very least, it gives me a, a reason to be better than I am. But to believe everything that's going on, everything that's written or everything that people talk about is like, that's pretty hard. Hard pills to swallow. So, the very yeah. least, I'll settle with being a better person and then take that, take anything else I want from it from that. Otherwise, I don't want to do the whole uh, other thing. And, and there's like a lot of that in a lot of religions is like, promoting to be a better person the best version of yourself but at the same time like that's great and all but it all gets cancelled out when you look at the cons of it in my opinion at least like the pros don't outweigh the cons there's so much bad that or like there's so much it's like it's a good message but like the way humans interpret it and kill each other for a message and like you're saying like a belief that you have is not worth people trying to be a better person it's like you should already oh, just I try to be a better that, fucking yeah. person you don't have to have some lord or god looking down on you like don't you just want to be a better person to not be a dick to people around you like what the fuck's wrong with you yeah no i get you like uh i think i think of the two things like they, they shouldn't they shouldn't be linked at all you know what i mean like you can yeah. look to somebody as a higher power or like you know use that as an excuse to be a better person so to speak you know what i mean um, or like as a way to keep yourself in check or like maybe just to think like, oh, it's easier to think that way. Maybe it makes you more comfortable with our reality as in you don't know what's going to happen after death. So it makes you feel better that there's something else out there that might, you know, satisfy your need to know what happens next. Um, but like, I, I don't think you need, you, there should be no reason to connect that with, you know, like, a desire or a reason to hurt or attack somebody who doesn't believe the same thing as you, you know what I mean? Like, I think those two things should not be linked. And I think yeah. that's probably what most, like, that is a stretch for me to just assume, but I feel like that's a lot what most people these days look at to religion as. Like, they like to look at just the good at good parts of it, because I feel like there definitely are good parts and good messages. Like, I think you said, too. Like, there's definitely good messages in it, but, like, and ignore the or like you know try and disregard all the negative shit that's come across or happened because of it like if we want to look at a grand scale we talk war but if you want to talk about like on a smaller scale you got like you know the, the church and the like priests and little boys and shit and it's like man like that happened that's real shit but yeah, we don't want to talk happened. about that because that's fucked up uh-huh. so like you don't want to you, know, you want to be you want to like you know associate with that but you want to associate with the good parts like that like I get it yeah yeah i agree it shouldn't be all or nothing like that's like how people are like politics too it's like oh like i'm all on this side so i have to agree with everything they say yeah it's like kind of like that with religion there's no like there's no bar it's like you're either on the left side or the right side it's like can i not be a little bit on the left side and a little bit on the right side like i agree with this and that yeah i feel like that's how it is with religion too it's like oh i'm christian so i believe all the christian things like well i don't know yeah, like, totally. I think that's a great way of putting it, too. It's like, oh, do you believe in this horrible thing that was happened according to the Bible? And it's like, eh, uh, no. Yeah, well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we have the New Testament, right? That's the New Testament. <laughs> we yeah, the, yeah we, we scratched that out. 
Yeah, it was a little, a little raunchy from yeah. the old book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, war's fucked. And, like, no. the worst part of it is, like, like, we're willing to do such horrible things for such little rewards. Like, the reward being maybe control over a certain asset, like, f- like gas or fuel or something. But, or, like, control over a certain part of, part of the land where you get to draw a line in the sand and say... Okay, now I you can't cross this line. Okay, I want more sand, so I'm gonna walk further and now draw a new line. Okay, now you can't cross here. It's like, what are you, what are you doing to get that extra? Yeah, like great. Part you got of a bigger, sand, like, bigger piece of the, the fucking sand pit. Great. Yeah, like how many people died and you're telling them, oh, you're a hero for defending your country. It's like, well, I'm not really defending my country. Like I'm just attacking and killing people for an agenda and I'm killing them because you said they're bad mm-hmm. it's like you know it's, I know yeah, it's, that, it's not in every case like there are some things that happen that like genuinely need to be stopped and sometimes the only way to do that is through killing because that's all they know like if some like terrorists or individual who's willing to murder other people just for whatever reason maybe it's no reason just because they're emotionally unstable or they have some fake agenda in their head that person deserves to be killed but it's not always like that and the what like what we do for like to like the towns and the cities like bombing like different places and killing civilians and women and children and i was listening to a podcast on the joe rogan podcast that's the only podcast i fucking listen to and <laughs> there was a i forget what the guy was but he was he was in the army or something for like 20 years and he was saying like some of the stuff he's seen he was saying how he like saw like while he was on the ground like boots on the ground he was he was stepping over like babies that were burnt to a crisp and like just stepping over their corpses and seeing like just like horrible horrible things and it was all in the name of war it's like it's just crazy that we're willing to do that for such a little reward yeah man you're absolutely right you had me thinking too like over throughout history just makes me think of all the insanely depraved things that have happened over the years like i feel like it like Japan with China with like the rape and Nanking and stuff like that mm-hmm. like what was that even for like when you yeah. really think about it at the end of the day like I get like you know Japan was probably looking for like they wanted to expand like off their little island so like I mean I get it from that perspective but like the mur- senseless murder uh-huh. is like f- like what what was it even for like and, there has uh, to be a sorry no, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, there has to be a better way. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, it's all good. The other thing you had me thinking of was, like, you know, way back to, like, Rome times. Like, you think of, like, the conquest of Julius Caesar and stuff like that. Like, dude tore across uh, the Mediterranean. Like, like for all the way from, I'm pretty sure it was, like, Spain all the way across to, uh, like, Mesopotamia over to Persia and, like, Parthia and, like, down to, like, Egypt. And it's, like... 
man, we look at this dude as one of the most, as such an interesting figure, because he's so polarizing, because so many people are, he's so impressive, but at the same time, it's hard to ignore the amount of pain and suffering he must have caused. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. We, like, we, to a certain extent, he's glorified. He's, he's glorified in our history books. No, he will never be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, he's probably one of the, like, yeah, maybe not, but one of the biggest murderers in history. Yeah, which is wild. Like, why do we even, why do we carry on his, his legacy? Like, that's what he yeah. wants. It reminds me of uh, a quote I'm pretty sure I heard first time the first time I ever was in Call of Duty. Um, was that, like, history is written by the victor, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, like, that's... Like, that's kind of what they want. Like, they want... Like, they think that they're doing the right thing. They think that they're, like, bringing some sort of victory to their people. So when we teach kids about it in history to them like that it's it's like a win for them it's like look I'm, my name lives on forever because i did such a crazy thing even mm-hmm. though it's taught as like this is bad but it's still like still letting the name live on forever but mm-hmm. uh, it's good to teach like i don't know it's that that's that's a different subject like it's good to let people know like don't like this is fucked this is what happened this is what humans are capable of but Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've watched it is, like a uh, whole thing on uh, Julius Caesar's conquest and shit like that, and like it, it's it's fascinating. You'll watch the like like there's hours, right? You can watch hours of the different escapades he got up to from this city to that city to you know where he you know how he got through this this situation versus that situation. It's actually quite fascinating the uh, the situations he found himself in, um, and yeah, he really. Um, it's really hard it's really hard to find or easy to find yourself sorry to say that you you're almost like rooting for him because you're like man i've been watching this character this long through this you know this his his, uh conquest right and you've been watching him from the start and you really like and it's easy to disconnect all the horrors from the from the acts that are being you know relayed Mm -hmm. um it's like, oh, well, he took over this city, and he did it this way, and he did it that way, and there was this battle, and he they, they did this tactic, and that's what got them this, you know, they took this hill, which made them the win this in this way. And it's like, it's easy for us to look back and be like, oh, wow, it's so fascinating. Like, he really was a smart man, and that's really incredible. And forget the parts that are like, man, he caused so much pain to so yeah. many people. Yeah. It's it's even in it's, his own country too. It's oh jeez, even his own country. I was just about to say it's weird that we like disconnect people as being like a, a human species because like oh they're from our. It's like I'm bringing glory to my my country and my people. It's like well we're all people. Mm-hmm. We're all on so, the same earth. Yeah. So basically, what he did was he went like he tore tore his way all through you know most of. Uh, the Mediterranean, and then uh, he wanted to go back to Rome and more or less get a bunch of stuff, and he, he was really trying to fucking around with the Senate, and the Senate really didn't like that, so that was like the ruling body of Rome at the time, and they hated him because he was getting away with a lot of illegal shit. Um, 
And so he tried to come back to Rome, and they said he if he wa- if he wanted to enter the country uh, and run for like you know basically run for president so to speak, you'll need to give up being a general. Which was like he's like yeah no, so he marched on Rome and he conquered Rome with his own with his like his legions. God the, damn. Yeah, and so yeah, he literally, literally conquered Rome. Damn. Yeah. Just so be- yeah, to him it didn't matter, right? Like there was like even a story of some Senate dude who was like one one sole dude was like standing in front of the 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 royal bank or whatever. Right? This is a story, so it might be embellished, but um, he's the one guy who's standing out there and saying like, "You can't go in there. I'm not gonna let you." And the shit Caesar does to him, like fuck, just tortures them. Yeah, more or less. Like, God he kills damn. him there, but, like, you know, violently. God damn. And then, like, yeah. by the sounds of it, goes on to kill a bunch of innocent people, just for... I don't... I think anyone who stayed out of his way, at least as far as, you know, the... the story the, goes. The story goes, or whatever, how the historians tell us, that he, he... Anyone who stayed out of his way, he didn't have a problem with. But if you tried to stop him from getting the money he needed to pay his legion, he didn't care. He was like, I don't care if you're Roman, Gallic you know mesopotamian stay the fuck out of my way or you're dead like you're nothing to caesar Sam. yeah it's cold it's a cold it's really like i'm not doing it justice but it's a cold story Damn. caesar was a crazy dude fuck respect it <laughs> <laughs> stay out of my way we're good <laughs> yeah right see this is what i mean it's easy to look back at caesar and be like yeah maybe pretty, pretty cool <laughs> yeah maybe i should fucking become a caesar yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh boy. All right, final question to end off the war podcast. How do we promote peace on a global scale? Hmm, that's a very interesting question. How do we tough. How do we end this war nonsense? Me and you, Connor. Let's end there, it. Let's hash it out right here. Um, yeah. I say you get you get one guy. Right from each side, and you put them in a ring, and you say, "All right, whoever's got the tougher dude, that's mm-hmm. who. That's who gets to decide who who how this outcome goes." That, you know what I mean, you just put yeah. two guys in a ring and make them fight. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But Except on a serious, note, I think I, I think don't. Russia would just probably win. Yeah, <laughs> against Everybody's anyone. Like, yeah. Every every country's just like bioengineering their best, their strongest dude, like giving them steroids and shit. Yeah, you'd yeah, see just... fucking Khabib coming down the walkway, and you'd be like, "Oh, oh fuck!" No. <laughs> yeah, oh, fucking oh. <laughs> oh man, what country would be the first like uh, like world power? Who do you think would take over the world the fastest if that's how things were ran? Uh like if it's just like you fight. Yeah. Um, I think I. I honestly think Russia. I think the... Just from watching so much UFC, like, all the Russians in the UFC are fucking crazy. Like, they wrestle... They wrestle grizzly bears as a way to train. They live in, like, the toughest, roughest environments. And then they just come into the UFC and just... So many Russians are in the UFC now and they just fucking stomp through everyone. Man, their fucking training regiments are so fucked, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. They are fucked, yeah. I've seen a little bit of it on Instagram, and, like, it's... I just... I've seen Khabib and Islam, and they, uh... Like, it's always... 
like snowing there's like a foot of snow everywhere you go and they're just out in the snow like running up a mountain or like yeah doing like uh snow angels with no shirt on and just just doing weird shit to train for like a mixed martial arts event which nowadays is the closest we have to like gladiator fighting yeah more or less it's pretty much more sophisticated gladiator battles which i'm all for yeah I'm with you. It's fucking entertaining as hell. Yeah, no reason to kill a guy. Just let me watch them beat the shit out of each other. It's great. Yeah, like, if the guy wants to stop at any moment, he can. Yeah, I don't want to watch There's a ref there. You got a doctor there. Man, fun little fact. Apparently, uh, not many people would know, most people in the Coliseum of Rome were not, uh, like, sentenced to death if two gladiators fought. So, like, in a UFC-style battle, right? It was two gladiators. 90% of the time, they were not getting killed. Oh, really? Because the gladiators are super expensive, and the gladiator's manager did not want to have to buy a new one. <laughs> so what? It would be like, like just like mercy, I guess, or like so, like I give yeah, up. Like there'd be there'd be a couple different things. So like with the Coliseum went on on your average Sunday, right? You get like a bunch of different stuff where there might be like gladiators fighting other gladiators gladiators fighting stuff like lions and shit um and then that might be a little bit riskier but still generally pretty scripted to the point where the gladiator was going to come out on top yeah or like basically killing slaves holy shit yeah so when you hear about the brutal shit in the 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 gladiator arenas there'd be times from like like emperors like nero and the really fucked like emperors who did sadistic shit and they would like yeah like get people stepped on by elephants and shit that's where you get the fucked up stuff holy the majority shit. of actual like if you're looking gladiator versus gladiators like more like you mm or ufc fights like we we're talking about yeah then it was like pretty much like two managers they would fight they would you know there'd be a deal on the table they'd have like a whole thing you'd win you get this and a bunch of shit it was kind of cool it's pretty much like medieval not medieval uh antiquity mma God damn, I couldn't imagine being stepped on by an elephant. Yeah, right? I just casually br- br- like brush that in there. Just fucking shatter all of your bones, and then you just lay there, helpless. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about humans, and like, man, our capacity for cruelty is so fucked. It really is. And we adjust so quickly. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. People were, like, back in those times, were training elephants to kill people like that. It was an execution method in India. Oh my god. Yeah, right? The fuck? Who has time to think and to train elephants to do that for that purpose? Just like, yeah, what do you do? What do you do for a living? Oh, I train elephants to step on people. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Jesus. uh, How was work, honey? I just can't crack this elephant. Like, he just won't kill this little kid. I just keep putting the kid in front (laughs) and he just keeps stepping around him. It's pissing me off. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. They keep hitting him. The elephant won't step on him. Like, come ah, on. He just won't step on him. You know, well, well, that, tomorrow's bring your son to work day, so maybe I'll have better luck than. Yeah, you're right, honey. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Man, that's uh. Oh, you, I had a thought too, and you said that last bit, and I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, speaking of fucked up shit, uh, again, JRE coming in hot. I heard on the JRE, uh,. It might have been the same guy. I think it was the same guy who was uh, who saw like the dead babies and stuff. He was working border patrol, 
and uh, there was times where the way the where he was patrolling, I forget where it was, but I think it was in Texas, I want to say. Could be fucking that up. Anyway, there's a big-ass river that goes between the borders uh, from America to, I believe it was Mexico, but again, could be fucking up. Wherever he was. And these Mexican people, I'm pretty sure, would uh, like try to cross this river, and then once you're in, it's like way easier to stay in. And uh, he said that people... He saw someone, I believe he said he saw them, or he heard, he saw, one of his friends saw this happen. This lady was crossing with her little child, and she had to cross the river, obviously, and it's a very big, rapid river. And they came as a group, so they just come in groups, and the border patrol was right there. So one of the guys in the group grabbed the girl's baby and threw it in the river. So that the border patrol guy would have to choose between arresting this guy and not letting him into the country or saving the baby that was drowning. So it would, wow. give, him, it would give the guy a better chance of getting through. Wow. Yeah. Do, do we know how the story ends? What did he pick? Um, I think he said that was like kind of common. Oh wow! That's like it so happened. Fun. It happened more than once. Like it's just like they just keep it in their back pocket. Like if you're walking with like a woman with a baby, she's thinking the whole time. It's like, all right, if the fucking I guess show up, just toss the baby and run. That's actually a good point. You know, I didn't even think about that at the time. He didn't really say what what he chose, so I bet you it wasn't the right option. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked to think about. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it is pretty fucked. Jeez. Oh yeah, we didn't really answer our question. I'll loop back that, yeah. to it. How do yeah. we promote peace on a global scale? Uh, I mean, it, it is really just built into our instincts to have conflict and to fight, and it's we just need to evolve, I think, a bit more, and to stop being like egotistic monkeys who just pump out our chest and say, "Oh, I want the biggest." banana no i want the biggest banana like it, it, it just like come together as as a hum as a whole like as humanity as a whole and understand like all the terrible things that are happening to people and what can we do to help it and to solve that problem i mean i don't know obviously it's way too complex but i think a good start i've said it before a good start would be getting rid of countries in general just get rid of all countries i don't know how that would work but who would govern? I don't know. Maybe you'd have like a representative from every area. Maybe you'd have a few representatives from every area. Maybe there'd be a few hundred people who make decisions on behalf of the globe. Maybe we could get some sort of advanced technology that's incapable of being hacked that would allow every citizen to make decisions on behalf of the globe. And then the whole globe would just be one big democracy. I don't know how that would work, but... I think that's our best bet. and I think uh, just understanding that we're all humans. We're all here together. Everyone wants the same thing. Everyone in the world just wants to live the best life they can. And if you don't want that, there's probably a reason why. If you're really fucked up and you want other people to be in pain, if you want to hurt people, there's probably a reason why you feel like that. You probably have some severe mental, like, mental issues. You have 
severe problems. You've been brainwashed and maybe born in a certain area and brainwashed into certain beliefs. And I think it wouldn't be easy, but we could weed that out of us if we just got a little bit smarter. And I think with internet now and the abundance of information we all have access to, I think it's helping a lot. I think it's a step in the right direction, but if we can make it this far, I think, who knows, maybe a few hundred more years, maybe be a little ambitious and optimistic, but could have global peace in a few hundred years if, uh, if we, if we get our shit together, but we'd have to work together, but I think it could be done. That's fair. Yeah. I think, uh, I was pondering a couple points there and I think, um, one of the main things I, I was thinking about was, um, do you think, um, like uh, this sort of uh, like world peace, do you think it's worth achieving at the cost of like, let's say more uh, some of our personal freedoms and our rights? Because I feel like the easiest way to achieve world peace, or maybe not the easiest, but at least one of the simplest, so to speak, um, is to take over the world, like one power take over, right? And then they make mm -hmm. a totalitarian rule over the, over the planet. Um, that to me seems like the most straightforward way, but the amount of pain and suffering you need to go to, to get there is pretty, mm. sounds pretty extreme. So I wonder is, is that worth that? Do you think that would be worth it? Let's say it takes a hundred, so a hundred, a hundred or so years. And, uh, let's say one power takes over the, over the world over the course of 25 years, right? A little crazy, but let's say, and then a hundred years after that, we have, this world peace that we're talking about as grand as we're expecting and as grand as we imagine. I think that's worth it. I think it's worth it. If the power is much more intelligent than we are. Mm, okay. Like, I, get you. I, I don't think any human is much more intelligent than the rest of us. So mm. they would make, bad decisions or corrupt decisions at some point no matter who it is so i think like like maybe ai i don't know maybe ai could come in and be like if ai like fully understood the wants and needs of every individual in the world and had some sort of impenetrable formula that would allow them to make decisions on behalf of humanity that would have the most good possible to the largest percent of the people in the world, then I think it would be worth it. But if just um, one human being was in power, I think it would just turn into something really fucked up really fast. Okay, well, that, that made me uh, think of another thought, another question for you, related to, uh, bring it back to religion. Um, Alright, let's say we had an AI like that, right? Like a, um, an AI benefactor that could provide everything the humans needed, right? Mm. If it was capable of providing everything that we needed, would you pray to it? Um, 
No, because in my opinion, praying is illogical. It doesn't. What if seem... it could hear your prayers, so to speak? Mm. What if you think it could hear your prayers? Um, I guess yeah, I would then, because I'd want. Uh, it depends. Like I, I would need to. If if that was the best way for me to communicate my wants and needs to the AI was to openly say it out loud in mm-hmm. some sort of prayer setting. And that was the best way the AI would register what you want as an individual, what your needs right. are, what your desires are, and, and what would be best for humanity. Then, then yeah. So then, yeah, like, I would. Like, it would, there has to be a tangible benefit to it, more or less. Yeah, like, if it was yeah, just like, you. oh, like, AI, like, that situation happening, there's a group of people who are like, I pray to the AI because I believe that it can hear me. I would be like, well... Uh, how does it hear yeah, you? Like, you're a little, it's not a little crazy. Yeah, like I just need like some sort of logical reasoning rather than just blind belief because I don't, I don't. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah, I what like I like you? how we ended up. Yeah, I'm with you there. I need some sort of like logical reason, unless like we yeah. lived in a society where we had grown up our whole lives thinking of the machine god or some shit like that. Yeah. But like. Let's say it was developed in our lifetime. I would not, unless there was a tangible benefit in doing so. Because otherwise, to me, it's a toaster. Like, yeah, I agree. A magical toaster, yeah. right? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm not going to pray to that. That'd be the same thing as me praying my MacBook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if you do pray to your MacBook, you know, at the very least, you're getting uh, you're getting better targeted ads. So Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for coming out. I really do appreciate it. I'm always happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. It was a fun little episode here. Yeah, fuck yeah. Hopefully the listeners like the new format. I'm going to just try to do one topic from now on. And on that note, Connor, take us away with one phrase to end the pod. Um, All's fair in love and war. Cheers, everybody. This is the end of the show. It is time for us to go. Cha-cha.